Okay, good morning. So we started last time, complex yet uh, common cases when it comes to Adlaka's Neros. And we spoke about some of the origins behind the mitzvah, Kavod Shabbos and Oneg Shabbos. We mentioned the Machlokas between the Machaber and the Ramah when it comes to Tosefis Or. And uh, how according to the Machaber, it might be a good idea to turn off the lights in the dining room and then turn them back on Badafka, Lakovit, Shabbos, and light, and then said the bracha going back on both the lighting and the turning on the lights. And maybe even in the Ramah, it's a nice thing to do. We mentioned, though, that there seems to be a machlokis as to when the bracha is made. Although the Machaber in Sifhei doesn't quote the exact words of the Rambam verbatim, the Rambam's clear. Kodim hadlaka, you make the bracha. The Machaber's language is, Kishiyadlik yivarech. But it seems, like we mentioned from Sif Yud, that the Mechabras of the opinion, like the Rambam, you make the bracha before the Hadlaka, and that makes sense, because that's like any other bracha in the world, over Lesiyosan, you always make the bracha before the mitzvah. Then the Ramah comes along and says, there's actually a machlokus in this regard, Yesh Omrim Shemivarchem Kodim Hadlaka, and Yesh Misha Omer, that you make the bracha after the Hadlaka. The reason for that is, explains the Magan of Ram, if you make the bracha and through the bracha you're being Mechabal Shabbos, then obviously you can't do the Hadlaka anymore. So that's why the Ramah says you first do the Hadlaka, you light the candles, and then you make the bracha. But in order to make it somewhat considered over Lesiosan, you cover up the candle, or the more prevalent minig is you cover up your eyes, you're not getting hana from the candle until after the bracha is made. Says the Magan of Ram. This is the second line here in the Magan of Ram. Ve'in ke'im tov tadlik. If the reason is that we do things differently when it comes to lighting candles for Shabbos, we first light and then make the bracha, because the bracha might be considered your acceptance of Shabbos, then when it comes to Yantif, the order should be like every other berchasa mitzvah. You should say the bracha, lahadlik ner shel yom tov, and then light, because lighting a candle on Yantif is permissible. And he says, this is what we find in the Drisha, and we'll see this together in a moment. We mentioned this briefly last week, the famous introduction to the Drisha. Right, now we have a Machlokis, the Magan of Ram, and the wife of the Drisha. Klal Gadol. Don't mess with the wife of the Drisha. <laughs> the Magan of Ram, right, paraphrasing from the Pasik, he says, Lemais, with all due respect, I think she's making a mistake. That even though we're going to see the wife of the Jerisha was of the opinion that Yantif is different, because you're allowed to light a candle, even though you're accepting Yantif, the Magan of Ram is arguing, Lo plug, Chazal did not make any distinctions. And where do we find this? I have a raya, says the Magan of Ram, from Simon Kuf Nun Ches. Kuf Nun Ches in Orachayim is the Simon on Metilas Yadayim. How do you remember that? Mekaneach, right? Okay. What do we find in Simen Kuf Nun Ches? So there we have the din. If you take a look here on the page, the Mechaber is quoted. The Mechaber says, 
Mevarich kodem netila. You make on netila sedayim before washing. Shekol hamitzvahs mevarich aleim over lesiyasan. However, v'nogu shelo levarich ad acher netila. There's a minig though that we don't make a bracha until after washing at least one of your hands, the Mechaber says. But the general theory or the position of the Mechaber seems to be that you should wash beforehand like everything else. There's a minig though to say, I mean, you should make the bracha before washing. There's a minig though to say the bracha after washing. Now why? Why would we do that? So... There's a Tosus in Psachim that explains, we know the halach is, if a person goes to the bathroom and he washes in the bathroom, he can't, and he's washing not only because he used the bathroom, but he's also washing because he's about to have a sudo. can't make a bracha before washing in that case. So in that situation, you'd have to make the bracha after washing. So because we have one scenario where the bracha and the tulas adayim is going to be made after washing, Tosfas suggests low plug. Chazal did not want to differentiate, and therefore we always make the bracha after washing. Okay, so the Magen of Ram says, I have a raya from the tulas adayim that we say low plug. If there's one reason to make the bracha after washing, then we always make it after washing. And the same thing is true with lighting candles. If there's a reason to make the bracha after lighting candles when it comes to Shabbos, then low plug, the same thing would apply to yont if you make the bracha after lighting candles. And I have a, another raya, a second raya, is when it comes to tevila. Tevilas noshim b'mikvah, pashib shad, when do you make the bracha? It should be before being tova. <coughs> However... Tosafs and Psachim says that the minig is you make the bracha after being tovil. Why? Because tvilas ger, someone who is going to be tovil as part of the conversion, he doesn't make the bracha before he immerses. You can't say, He didn't convert yet. The bracha is made after. So, because of low plug, whenever someone goes to the mikvah and there's a requirement for a bracha, the bracha comes after, not before, low plug. So we have natilas yatayim, and we have, we have tevila. And I just want to point out, so that's a good, that's a good example. Asher yotzer, though, is different, because that's not a bracha sa mitzvah. That's a bracha sa shevach. You're thanking Hashem after the fact that bracha Hashem, the, uh, the system is working well. Right? But these are three examples, just good idea to have throughout Shulchan Aruch, where the Mechaber Pashib Shat seems to be on the side, you make the bracha beforehand. When it comes to netilas yadayim, when it comes to lighting candles, and when it comes to tevila in the mikvah, you always make the bracha first. And in all three of these places, the Ramah is cholik. The Ramah says, no, lighting candles, the bracha comes afterwards. Washing hands, the bracha comes afterwards. And tevila b'mikvah k'mavur b'yeradeya simen reish, the bracha is afterwards as well. I Question. by the the, the so you'll have people that will make a mistake, but I'm saying feel scared. It's like muted, muted, muted. So therefore, you shouldn't. You, like for the for the for the. Not tevilas kalim, right? Gerim. Gerim. Oh. Feels, I'm saying feels ger. Yes. Because of the, that person that can't make the bracha before, therefore, nobody oh. should make the bracha before the So I think the Magen of Rome would say, if you see how far we take the idea of low plug, that even in a case where it's the vast minority of cases. 
but nonetheless, we don't want people to get confused, then kol shekein Shabbos al-Yontif. That would be the argument of the Magan of Ram against the wife of the Jerisha. But let's see together what the wife of the Jerisha actually said. This on the top of page four. <clears throat> so again, this is the introduction to the Jerisha, written by the son of the Jerisha, and he's talking about his Heila Gamama. Ha'isha chashuva ha'givira ha'tznuah v'chasida v'yeshara imi morasi beila bas ha'ketzin v'hanadiv v'rabi Yisrael idlish v'chol yemeh hein b'yemeh choref hein b'yemeh kayetz all her life, if it was the winter or the summer tamid bezrizus kodem or hayom kamashos she would wake up many hours before sunrise and she would daven with intensity. She didn't waste any time. She didn't uh, check her WhatsApp. She was Osek any one of the Talmud of my father, who was Zohar to be at our Shabbos table, they could testify. And my mother was right there with everyone else, mamish in the back and forth, with Chedushe Torah, Sometimes she herself would say her own chedushim in Torah that were sweeter than honey coming off of her lips. For sure when it comes to the Halachos uh, of women, Hilchos Nida, my mother was an expert just like, almost to the level of the other poskim of the time. And she would point out a mistake that many women would make. When they would light the candles on Yontif. My mother observed that many women would light candles on Yantif the same way they did on Shabbos, namely, they would first light the candles, cover their eyes, and then they would make the bracha. But my mother would say, you're allowed to transfer fire on Yantif itself. Right? You can't light a match. But you could transfer fire, and therefore mutav shenasa berchas haneros ketikuna lios habracha over lesiyasan. And my mother paskind that it's better, therefore, to first say the bracha and then light the neros, like every other bracha that should be ideally before the mitzvah. Okay. Nothing about Shabbos. Well, what her, her chiddush was that women light candles on Yantav the same way they do on Shabbos, and they're all making a mistake. Right, but she didn't say that you should do that on Shabbos. She's only speaking about Yantav. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. This is going to be the point of contention between the Magan of Ram and the, and the wife of the Jerisha. Okay, so the question is, the Magan of Ram brought two rayas, though. He brought a raya from the Tilas Yadayim, that we say lo plug. 
If there's some cases you make the bracha afterwards, then you always make the bracha afterwards. Any brother raya from tevilas nashim b'mikvah. If there's sometimes a mikvah situation, you make the bracha afterwards, then you always make the bracha afterwards. How would the, the mother, or how would the wife of the drisha, answer the questions of the Magan of Ram? So Baruch Hashem, we have the Dagom Meravava, the Noda Yehuda, who helps us out with this to explain her position. And he agrees with her position. He writes here in the second line, Ein ha-nidon doma l'sham. It's not really an exact analogy. Because in Simen Kofnan Chasbai, in the Tila Sedayim, you make the bracha immediately after washing, because sometimes you have to make the bracha if you're coming out of the Beis HaKisei. Or in the case of Tosvos, where you make the bracha after Tevila, because Tevila's ger is by force after the Tevila. There, the bracha you're making is the exact same bracha you always make. So explains another Yehuda, then it makes a lot of sense for Chazal to come along and say, lo plug, don't distinguish between this case and that case because you're making the exact same bracha and people might get confused. However, what bracha do you make when you're lighting candles yantif time in contrast to Shabbos? It's a different bracha. It's not lahadlik ner shel Shabbos, it's lahadlik ner shel Yom Tov. And therefore, don't tell me there's going to be a low plug. It's an entire, it's an entirely different bracha, so we're not concerned with people making the mistake. Oh, on Yantif I made the bracha first. I guess I also make the bracha first on Shabbos. We're not concerned for that, says the Nodabi Yehuda. The, the action is identical. In other words, he's making a chilik, like in other words, yantif, you can't make, in other words, it's not possible to make the bracha of Yantif because it has nothing to do with the maisa of the, of the mitzvah. Okay, the maisa is identical. You're lighting candles. So it just happens, one, you can't say shilyantif or things. But, okay, but I think his point is that but, and the you can't plug bring is on a the raya. Action. But he's saying that the, whole pl- the low plug is based on people getting confused. So the, the idea of the Nadi Yehuda is, maybe people only get confused when you're saying the exact same bracha. Then, sometimes before, sometimes after, you might mess up. Right, but but when it comes to the bracha of Yantif, it's a whole different bracha. So I agree with the mother. Right, but, but the, it's the, the you, mama. You, you get confused because of the action, not because of the bracha. Okay, so you're defending the Mughan of Ram. <laughs> He's defending the, the, the wife of the Drisha. Is it the same actual mitzvah? The mitzvah of Abakas Ner Shabbos, the actual basis of Pashib Shad, it's the same mitzvah. You know, it's a covered owning, whatever we saw last week, but Lacharai would apply Shabbos and Yontif. Mm-hmm. You look at the Shari Chuba, we're not going to read it inside together, but he definitely seems to agree with the Nodi Yehuda, with the wife of the Drisha. And you look at the Mishnah Brura. Read this verse. Which one? Oh, oh, yeah, we forgot it. Thank you, Rabbi. The Nodi Yehuda is not only on the defense, but he also takes the offensive. He says, according to you, the Mogan of Rum, I have a kasha. It should be that when you're lighting Hanukkah candles, the bracha should always be after. Because low plug. It's a good kasha. Okay, so listen, there might be arguments out of it. You know, the Mayas, it's Hanukkah time. We know it's different. The decorations up, you know, we know it's different. But it's a good point. 
If you're telling me that even if it's a different bracha, we would still have a concern of low plug, then the halacha should be when lighting Nero's Hanukkah, you first light and then you make the bracha. Like you're letting a menorah, there you light. Yeah, okay, there, there could be chalukim, but it's a... You're chalukim the mice. Depends how many kids you have. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you're still not lighting a menorah. No, it's, not, it's not straight across. <laughs> now, I, I want to share with you the lashon of the Mishnah Bura regarding this, this debate. This is in Sifkat and Chaf Zion. Even though I photocopied three pages of the Mishnah Bura for you today, this one I don't have. So you have to believe me. He says... Im Kane, if the reason why you make the bracha after the Hadlaka on Shabbos is because the bracha is an acceptance of Shabbos, so then when it comes to Yantif, it would make sense to first make the bracha and then light. Vida Samaganavram de Loplog. The opinion of the Maganavram is no, we don't make any distinction, and you would still make the bracha afterwards even on Yantif. But many achronim say, like I initially said, that you do make that distinction. So if you were to ask the Chafetz Chaim, I don't have any particular minig myself. Is it better on Yantif to say the bracha and then light, in contrast to Shabbos, like the wife of the Drisha? Or is it better low plug like the Magan of Ram? What would the Chafetz Chaim say? You should make the bracha first and then light, if you don't have any particular minute otherwise. Now, I do want to point out one very important thing. Huh? If, if you don't have any particular minig in this, so then the, the opinion of the Chafetz Chaim, he's definitely more inclined. What's that? You have to, have to ask Klal Yisrael. I, I live in Boca. I don't know what Klal Yisrael does. I I, I've seen different things. In great people's homes, in different directions, naru naru pashte. But the Chafetz Chaim would be more inclined to, that, to, to saying the bracha first on Yantif and then lighting. But I want to point out something very, very important. If you're going to say the bracha first, and we're concerned that maybe through the bracha you're accepting Yantif, so it's true you're allowed to transfer fire. But first of all, you can't light a match. You have to make sure that you light the match beforehand or you have a pre-existing flame, right? Let's say you have a yard side candle there. And the other important thing is, as soon as you light the candles, if you're going like the Mishnambura, like the wife of the Drisha, that you said the bracha first, and there's a concern you're actually accepting Yontif right now, you can't blow out the, the match. You have to put it down gently and allow it to extinguish by itself, right? So it could be, Again, I don't know what Kalal Yisrael does, but if there are swaths of the population amongst the Jewish people that go like the Magan of Ram, it could be because we're concerned there are other details of halacha that if you say the bracha first, you might not be aware of. And there might be some level of chilol yontif if you end up saying the bracha and then lighting the match or saying the bracha and blowing out the match. That could be part of that uh, reason. No, so if you, li- if you do the same thing as you do on Shabbos, where you first right, light, oh, strike the match, light, Shabbos. blow it out, and then make the bracha. By the time you're making the bracha, there's no more malacha to be done. Right. All right, so that was one interesting uh, hack. What if, How about the, comes, uh, what if Yom Tif comes out from Shabbos? Why is it that low plute? Is it a different bracha? Or? No, so on, on, on Shabbos and Yom Tif together, then I think everyone would agree 
you have to light. Then you would light first, and first. then to the bracha. Yeah. But what was the? Why isn't that an argument against? Uh, the life of the Drisha. Oh, so it happens to be, I think it is a good question, right? I Meaning the Nodabi Yehuda was saying, listen, it's a different bracha. Mm-hmm. So people aren't going to get confused. Rabbi Yaakov might say back to the Nodabi Yehuda, it's a different bracha. Rabbi Jeff might say back, it's a different bracha, <laughs> but there's still a lot of room for confusion because when you have Shabbos and Yontif together, which does happen often, in that case... You're going to be lighting first and then saying the bracha. So that means there are many situations where you're actually saying the bracha of Yontif after the lighting. That's a good response, right? Okay. Yesh la'ayin. But these are part of the, part of the hack. Yes, doctor. Yeah, so, so that gets into an interesting question of removing the gas. Is that considered really kibui, or is it just a grama? But if you're mamish going like this sheet, that you're saying the bracha first, I would light from an existing flame and avoid that whole shiloh. Yeah. Now how about, right, we know generally speaking, the meaning is when women light candles, their makabal Shabbos during their hadlaka. Right, perhaps with the bracha, like we said, and that's why they light first. When men light candles, the minig, and this we have a minig in Kalal Yisrael, is that they don't accept Shabbos when they're lighting. Right, the stam das is they'll accept Shabbos when they get to shul and they get to that point in davening where they accept Shabbos. What is that point? In the olden days, it was baruchu. Right, the whole notion of uh, Kabbalah Shabbos didn't exist more than five hundred years ago. Right, it was really invented in Svas in the 1500s. There are sources that we said, Mizmar Shirli Yom HaShabbos, but you know, the entire service that we have, and that's a fairly recent thing in the scope of history. But nowadays we do have it, and therefore maybe by Mizmar Shir, we're Mechabal Shabbos, but they, they're not Mechabal Shabbos when they're lighting candles. So one could ask the question, so one second, if the whole reason why women light first and then said the bracha is because the bracha is a Kabbalah of Shabbos, so then when men light, l'chora, they should do it in the opposite way. The wife of the Drisha would tell us they should for sure do it in the opposite way. They should make sure to say the bracha first and then... Huh? Oh, oh. good kasha. Pashim Shabbi would say that it would be the same thing. They say the bracha first and then they light. Rabbi Rappaport is mentioning that it could be Maybe in that case, even the wife of the Drisha would agree. Because there it's the same bracha. According to the whole svar of the Noda Yehuda, that when it's the same bracha, we don't want to play games with it. So maybe she would agree that he says the bracha afterwards. Interestingly, when it comes to lighting halacha l'maysa on yantif, there are many, many people that do the same thing as they do on Shabbos. When it comes to men lighting candles, so there, the more prevalent minig is... To say that she make, that that he makes the bracha first and then he lights, so it almost sounds like you know the opposite in Svara. He's not accepting Shabbos. I in but this is part of the, the the discussion on this topic. I want to move on though to other interesting things as well before we end the day. Um, I wrote a list of things I want to get to. 
Okay. So here's an interesting shaila. This is on the Marimakomos. The idea of lighting with the Tanai. So, the very end of Sif Yud, the Ramah writes, Vahaminig like we said, when women light candles, the minig is that they're accepting Shabbos with their hadlaka. Unless they make a stipulation beforehand. Meaning that, it's true I'm lighting right now, but I do have to drive to shul. It's a good, you know, 25-minute walk, and it's freezing outside, as it often is in Boca. It's freezing so I'm going I'm to drive to Shul, and I'll just walk back. So, okay, I'll make a stipulation. Now, we did learn last week, in order to be nena from those candles on Shabbos, they have to be long enough that by the time I get back, and it's Shabbos, I could still benefit from them. But I have long candles, they're going to last. So she can make a stipulation. Even if she doesn't verbalize it, even having that thought is sufficient. But, even let's say you have a mother in a household, and she is Mechabal Shabbos, by the lighting, as she generally is, that does not mean that other people in the home are Mechabal Shabbos. They're not Mechabal Shabbos until Baruch Okay. So, if you take a look at the Mishnah Bura, Sifkat and Mem Dalid, he says, Shetasna Techila, you should only make it tonight if there's a need to do so. Right? We didn't read the entire Sif Yud together, but this is a whole discussion on does a tonight work? The Mishnah Bura is saying, although the Ramah writes that she can make a stipulation where she's thinking, I'm not in Makabal Shabbos right now with my lighting. I'm not going to be Mechabal Shabbos until later on at Shul. But that shouldn't be like an every Shabbos thing for no good reason. It should only be Litzorich. How does the Mishnah Bura know that? Their mother didn't say Tzorich. He got it from the Magan of Ram. How did the Magan of Ram know that? Ruach HaKodesh. No. How did the Magan of Ram know that it's only Bitzorich? So he says... Why would he do it every other time? Why, why, why wouldn't she do it every, every other week? Just, I see the bracha, and I'm like... Oh! And if he doesn't say that, I mean... That, okay, that was brilliant. It's mamish, mamish what he says. <laughs> wow. Magan Avram says, even though we're in Sif Yud, I have a raya from Sif Hay that even though the Ramah in Sif Yud says you could light with the Tanai, it's only of Malcolm Tzorich. Otherwise, back in Sif Hay, he would never have said that she lights first and then says the bracha. Because that whole cheshman was based on the fact that by saying the bracha, you're accepting Shabbos. So he could have answered that simply by saying, oh, just have a tenai in mind. Whenever you make the bracha, you're not really accepting Shabbos. And then you could do it in the more ideal fashion of saying the bracha before the lighting, over lesiosam. From the fact that Ramad didn't say that, says the Magan of Ram, it's clear that you could only make a tenai if there's a reason to do so. That that's his raya. Every single week, she forgets to make the tonight, though, 
you're, you're creating a situation that if she forgot to make the tonight, but she lights the way everybody normally lights, now she's in the college house. So I'm not sure, because if she does that every single week, Let's say for the first uh, eight or nine weeks, at, at some point it gets to become stamdas, right? But you see from there, says the Magan of Ram, that making it tonight is only when there's a tzorich. Does it have to be a tzorich godol? He doesn't say that. Huh? Okay. Right, so there has to be some level of tzorich, and that's why generally we'd say... If there's no real reason to do so, better not. If, if there's a, there's a sorrow, you know, somebody's eating out and it's going to be a long walk, it's easier to drive there, you know, in a case like that, then the remote would say, you can make it tonight. What's that? Yes. I'm not sure he said that, yeah? <laughs> we have to show me inside, because I remember seeing Postkim saying the opposite. Okay, we'll have to, we'll have to find the uh, Marmacomos there. we we'll have to see. It depends why you want to go to the Kosel. <laughs> if it's just because it's a Matziv, then it's not a Tzorich. If it's for Ruchnias to be Mamish in the Malcolm Kedusha, Ein Tzorich Godel Mizu. We'll have to see it. Listen, if every reek is, is a real tzorich, then the Ramah would say it's okay. It depends on, on the situation. But I want to get to the most exciting part of the shir before we have to end. The most exciting part of the shir is when you get to argue on something, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you're not saying any chedushim. You're just, you know, putting together. You're being masada, organizing ideas. But okay. The Mishnah Bura points out, and this is on the other sheet, this is in Sif Yud Aleph. The Mechaber first says in Yud Aleph, Even if the Tzibur has not yet davened, If an individual wants to daven early, and that could be a different shir, that's more focused on Simon Reish Samech Aleph, what's the earliest one can be Mechabal Shabbos? Right, it's really, these are sister Simonim, Reish Samach Gimel, Reish Samach Aleph in this regard. We'll have a separate shir on that topic. But if a Yochid wants to be Mechabal Shabbos early, so he could do so, even though the Tzibra has not yet been Mechabal Shabbos. Chal Elov Kabbalah Shabbos V'osur Basiyas Melacha. And he personally cannot do Melacha. V'afilu im Omer She'eno Rotzel Lekabal Shabbos. Even if he says, I don't want to be Makabal Shabbos, but he davens Mariv of Shabbos, he's stuck. He has to be Makabal Shabbos. At least he has to refrain from Malacha. So that's interesting. No, tonight? Ah, whatever happened to tonight? There must come along here and say, by the way, the Malcolm Tzorach, if you want to make it tonight, and then daven uh, Mariv. I'm davening Mariv Shal Shabbos, but I don't want to be Makabal Shabbos yet. Maybe it's only... Oh. So take a look at the Mishnah Bura. Sif Koten Nun. Va'afta Bahad Loka, Yesh Omrim de Mahani Tanai, like we saw in Sif Yud, even regarding Haloka, lighting candles, some say you can make a stipulation. Bitfila Shiny, Kaven Shahiskir Ba Kedusha Shabbos. You're davening Mariv, because you're mentioning Kedusha Shabbos, you can't say, 
but I don't want to be Mikhail Shabbos. What's the Tart- it's a good question, right? You're also mentioning Shabbos when you're lighting candles. But not Kedusha's Shabbos. Oh, so the Chilak is like this, right? Generally, we try to light candles before Shabbos. Why? You have to, right? We'd rather not be over an Isidiraisa. Now, therefore, there's more room to say, I'm always doing this before Shabbos anyway. So it doesn't mean that I'm automatically being Mechabal Shabbos, potentially. And maybe I could say, just like the lighting itself, I'm not Mechabal Shabbos while I'm doing the lighting. Maybe I could have in mind that I'm, I'm pushing it off a little bit further. But Mariv, by definition, is basically declaring the Kedushas Hayom. I'm saying now is the Kedush of Shabbos. That means it's Shabbos. So when I was giving the Ashir and Hatzalah regarding some of these issues... I came across the following halacha. And there are many wonderful things in this sefer. The sefer was put together a long time ago, but very relevant and very, uh, very helpful. Sefer on different halachos of Hatzalah. But there's one halacha I came across that I was very surprised to see. I'll read to you as follows. Members who are on call on Shabbos are permitted to be Mechabal Shabbos early if this is their normal practice. Meaning the concern is if you're Mechabal Shabbos early, maybe you're putting yourself in a situation where it's more likely you're doing Malach on Shabbos. They're allowed to do so. Now they write here, if it's their normal practice, I would cross that out. If you want to be Mechabal Shabbos early, even if it's not your normal practice, you're allowed to do so. Even though they may have to respond to a call before the latest man at the beginning of Shabbos. Members should make a verbal condition, a tenai, before Shabbos, that in case they have to respond to a call during the period that they were Mechabal Shabbos early, their Kabbalah Shabbos should be null and void retroactively. Right, so what they're suggesting is, if you're Mechabal Shabbos early, you're a Hatzalah member. So the way to avoid potential malacha is, you say, Mechabal Shabbos, I'll tenai with the condition that my Kabbalah is valid unless I get a call. We only said if I get a call, one second, I want, I want to just understand what it's okay. saying and then we'll, <laughs> then we'll argue vehemently. But, so I want to be Mechabal Shabbos. If I get a call, then retroactively, I want my Kabbalah to be null and void. So what I'm doing now is not considered Molochah and Shabbos. Okay. Let's, so let's think about that scenario. Person's davening the earliest possible time of Arab Shabbos. It said davening? I want to think of the scenario. Okay. You're davening early as possible time, so you mincha right before the groz plag, and then after plag, mm-hmm. right? So you have Friday night service. So during the Friday night service, are you Mechabal Shabbos at that point? No, right? That's why in the olden days, there was a shul in Prague going back to the 16th century where... They actually played musical instruments during Kabbalah Shabbos because they weren't Kabbalah Shabbos yet. Yeah. I had that idea here also, but then we just said in Kherim, you know? In Prague, in Prague they had this. And yeah, the Minik was in other places too. So the truth is, in, in the back of, of the Chavadas, Ravadia, he says that this all came from the fact that there was a Minig in, in the shul, in the main shul in Prague, to say, Mizmor Shir Liyam Shabbos twice. And they still so today. why do you say it twice? Still today. Still today. Oh, so 
he did research, right? Surprisingly, he did research, right? Mm-hmm. And he found the pshat is because it went back to a time where they played music throughout the entire Kabbalah Shabbos, including Mizmor Shiliyom Shabbos, mit the guitar, right? And then they put away the instruments and they said Mizmor Shir Kavana to be Mechal Shabbos. However, you're not really Mechal Shabbos, we said, until either Baruch Hu or right before Baruch Hu, Mizmor Shir. So... What's the case we're talking about that a person, Hatzalah member, could make it tonight? I'm not being Mikabal Shabbos yet. So, up until pretty much Marv, I'm not being Mikabal Shabbos anyway. Once I dive in Marv, so at that point, the Mishnah Brewer tells us, Balkorcho, you can't make any stipulations. Right? You can't even say, I, I, I don't want to be Mikabal Shabbos yet, let alone this more. Uh, complicated Tanaya. I'm being Mechalbus Shabbos, Al-Menas, I don't have to do Malacha, that we don't find an- anywhere. So if you're davening Marv and you get home, and you say Kiddush, and then you get a Hatzalah call, and it happens to still be before Shkia. So, according to the way it's written, it sounds like, at that point, everything was null and void. Right? So that means my entire Marv was Brachal of my Kiddush was a Brachal of potentially, and I have to go back and start from the beginning. But the Maisa, the Mishnah Brew would tell us, and it's clear from the Mechaber, that once you're davening Marev, there's no such thing as a Tanai. You're in Shabbos fully. You're in Shabbos fully. So the Halacha Lemaisa, when it comes to a Hatzel member accepting Shabbos, we would say, if you want to make early Shabbos, feel free to do so. Your Hatzel membership should not restrict you from making early Shabbos. And if you make early Shabbos, you accept Shabbos when everyone else does, namely by Baruch Hu, right? Or by Bismarshir. And if you get a call afterwards, you go in the call like you would on Shabbos, and you're being Mekayim the Mitzvah Deir of L'Osam Al-Dam But there's no way out of the Chilo Shabbos based on, on this fancy Cheshben. I looked in the back, they quote many Mar Makomos. And I looked about the Mar Makomos, and they were speaking about the basic idea of making a Tanai for lighting candles, but... Ein dover kizeh b'chol hashas. Yeah. Oh, so that that's true as well. Theoretically, though, if you can make it where it's not even Shabbos, it does make the whole activity a lot easier. You don't have to be thinking so much about what I'm allowed to do, what I'm not allowed to do. Meaning, on the way to the call, everything is mutter. It's really more also on the way back where it becomes a complicated. Uh, I'm wondering what would happen with lighting, and then had lighting himself, right? And then you lit, and then you go out and call and watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many. If 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 if, 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 if you lit, but, but it was before you daven Marev, yeah. are you saying are you saying where you make it tonight? Yeah, where you make it tonight. Yeah, so it gets very complicated, and therefore don't make it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Okay, we'll continue. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.